it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That is indeed the name of the show, Mysterious Voice Man. 14 minutes left in Toronto. Avalanche and Maple Leafs are tied 1-1. Colorado in the back half of a power play here. Sabres lead the Capitals 3-2 with 16 minutes left. Wild and Blues in half an hour. Islanders and Ducks in an hour. In 24 hours, Oilers and Stars at Rogers Place. It's on 6.30. Chet face-off show at 5.30 and the puck will drop at 7, the Oilers did not practice today, though some players took advantage of the ice time and uh, went out there, including Zach Hyman, who is nicked up, as Jay Woodcroft called it, and didn't practice today. Dallas, this is, you got to remember, this is a possible first-round playoff matchup. If, uh, I mean, the Oilers are third in the division now. If the Oilers wind up a wild-card team, they, they could wind up uh, playing Dallas. I mean, there are a lot of possible opponents for Edmonton, but you got to consider Dallas as much as uh, any of them right now. Okay, I am pleased to welcome back to Inside Sports a gentleman I have now been interviewing for several years. He is one of the most decorated curlers in the history of the sport. He plays third for Brendan Botcher. It is Mark Kennedy checking in. Mark, how are you doing? Hey, Reed. I'm good, pal. How are you? I am doing very well. I, I have a, a bit of a, a off-topic question for you. Is awesome. you uh, do you live in St. Albert? I do, yeah. Rob Brown said that there are moose wandering around St. Albert. Have you ever seen a moose? Uh, my wife, Nicole, and I ran into a moose a couple of weeks ago as we were walking down in Kingswood Park. He was uh, 20 feet from us. So, yes, there are wandering moose in St. Albert. There, there's a significant moose population in St. Albert. Okay. Yes, this is a real thing. <laughs> why, do, why do you ask? Where did that come from? Just from Rob? Yes, just from Rob. It's some, like, uh-huh. Let's face it. Sometimes Rob, you know, <laughs> knows a lot about hockey. The other <laughs> yeah. stuff, he's a little, 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 little uh, you know, it's, it's a you're, little foggy you're sometimes. Double, you're just double-checking his story. <laughs> just double-checking his story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you got to be careful because if they decide to charge at you, uh, they're, they're, I mean, I don't, they sometimes I, yeah, I feel like we don't realize how big and powerful some of these animals are until we might run into them into the wild. Well, and we were trying to be careful cause we've heard that before, but our, uh, our Bernadoodle mod was not having any of it. So she was barking up a storm, like she was going to do something to the moose. So we had to be a little careful, but yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the scene. Okay, so we do have confirmed moose sightings in St. Albert beyond Rob Brown, which is important. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, thanks for hopping on the show. Uh, Look, I I, I appreciate that uh, you're always willing to talk, whether uh, a bond spiel or a big event goes your way, or if it doesn't quite finish the way you wanted, as it uh, it did uh, on the Briar uh, last week and going into the weekend. You know, how, how do you, what do you guys do when that week ends? It's such high pressure. 
how do you decompress? Do you do, you do something together as a team? Do you need some time apart? What happens? Uh, it, it is a grind. It's, it's, I think it's more of a grind too, as you get a little bit older and it gets a little tougher on the body too. So, uh, we finished up on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we didn't fly out of London until Monday afternoon. So we kind of had a day to, um, we went for a nice meal with the families and, um, you know, we were pretty happy with our, our week, you know, in our first year as a team, we did, we, we've had a great season. So, you know, although we were disappointed and upset, we were also pretty, um, just happy with how far we've come. So we had a chance to spend some time together and reflect a bit on the weekend or on the week. Um, and then we flew out Monday and we're all kind of taking this week off to just get back to normal and get back to kids activities and um, let the bodies relax. And then we'll ramp up here for the players championship in mid April. All right. So that's your next event then in what, about three weeks? Yeah, I think we start uh, April 11th in Toronto, and uh, there's a lot on the line for us there. There's a big paycheck if we do well with the Pinty's Cup. We have a chance to win that, so we'll want to be uh, as prepped as possible, but we'll definitely need a little time off after that week. It's um, The Briars become something uh, it's emotionally draining, and the quality of curling is something I have never seen before in, in all of my years, so um, it's, a, it's a tough one to win. Well, that continues to strike me, and... Uh, you know, as 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 you know, with the pace of my job, uh, I don't get to see sometimes as much uh, as I would like if if it's an Oilers game day or they're playing a lot. But I got to see yeah. quite a bit on on the weekend, and I was just and look, I've been watching curling all my life, but I'm seeing these shots like yeah. miss guards by half an inch, and guys look like they're in impossible positions. And then I'm like, it's only the fourth end. Like, how's it going to end? You know, like what's going to happen in the last two ends? Yeah, there's there's drama. There's um, there's a lot going on. But I, like you said, you and I have talked about this a long time, and I've said this for years that that Brad Gushu and his team have pushed the envelope. And if you want to compete, you have to. Um, you know, they're kind of the 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 top of the podium right now and and if you want to challenge them you almost have to be perfect so they're really pushing the rest of us to get better and work harder and have higher expectations and make more shots and and even then with all the teams putting in that much time and effort they're still able to win so um it's kind of back to the drawing board and keep working on certain things and look for areas that you can improve um but sometimes it feels like there there's only so much more you can do because Man, guys are playing up in the mid ninety percent right from the first end, and it's uh, it's a real challenge these days to beat those top teams. You mentioned Gushu and his rink pushing the envelope. Obviously, five of the last seven Briars now. I believe Kevin Martin, who obviously you've played for with as well in the past. Um, you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong here or clarify. I, I thought Kmart told me that the Gushu rink came up with a. Maybe not a new way to brush, but an innovative way to brush that did something different to the rock. Is what am I remembering that right? Uh, something like that. There was, uh, I guess, we're looking at about seven years ago now. There was a big uh, sweeping controversy in our sport when it came to fabrics on the broom. Um, so it was about a 18-month process to regulate the fabrics that we could use. And, and Gushu's team was one of the teams that brought it forward, saying, you know, these types of materials shouldn't be used. Look what we can do with these. Um, so they were one of the, the, you know, they weren't trying to hide. 
hide anything. They were the ones that tried, trying to show the curling world how the fabrics could manipulate the curling rock. Um, so, and, and then things have improved since then, but in that whole process, we certainly learned some new sweeping techniques and some sweeping styles that have turned out to be very effective, and, and they continue to be a team that uses it um, very effectively. And, you know, that's why even now when you look at the f- teams that made the final five uh, or even top four, um, are also some of the best sweeping teams because you can just do so much with really strong big guys and um, you know with with Brad picking up EJ Harnden and and now us with Brett Gallant um, the sweeping is still a huge part of the game. So and look, this is a total you know ignorant non curler question, but I know you'll <laughs> indulge me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you say the sweeping has improved is it just about dragging the rock further or are you able to manipulate the curl even by an inch or two along the way yeah so so that's a good question actually even even with the there's only one fabric that's allowed at our level and even with this fabric there's still a little bit of manipulation of the stone so not only distance i mean good sweeping will carry the rock further no question uh, but the ability to make the rock curl a little bit with good technique and strength and speed, um, or to get the rock to stay straight and not curl. Um, so you can imagine if you have a little bit of margin for error on the curl or the straight side, how you know if you if you have a guy like Brad Gushu who's pretty damn good on his own, and now you give him that extra inch or two of margin with good sweeping, um, that's a big reason why there are so many good shots being made. Is you're just giving those great shooters that much more margin for error right okay mark kennedy joining us then at inside sports third for team botcher look i gotta ask you about the final shot and i know there are hundreds of other shots that week and i know botch is an elite shot maker unfortunately his draw um you know to go to the final came up short on uh sunday on sunday morning or i guess the early draw sunday i mean what you know what what happened what do you say to your skip after uh that one doesn't work out for him uh, you know, you don't say much. I think, um, you know, Botch had a great week. We we really only got outplayed in one of 11 games that we played. Um, you know, Botch was fantastic. I think there was a few times this week where everybody got caught on a couple of draw spots where, you know, all of a sudden it was just a couple of feet slower or all of a sudden it curled a little bit more than you expected. Um, you know, so Brendan and I talked a little bit about um, that spot on the ice. We had thrown a, a nice draw for two there in the sixth end, so we were throwing on a very similar spot. Um, we definitely needed a little bit less ice to make the shot in the tenth end, so we took that little bit of less ice, um, and he threw it and just ended up being a little bit light. But earlier in the game, that speed probably would have got there. So just got caught a little bit on a spot, but... You know, what you don't do when you lose a game like that is strictly look at that one shot, right? You're looking at the the whole game, at where we may have had opportunities, and, you know, it's important for, you know, I find a lot of young teams or, um, yeah, even club teams, their first instinct is to is to blame the skip, right? <laughs> uh, the skip missed the last one to win. You know, yeah, but, you know, if I make my draw in the seventh or Brett makes his two in the fourth, maybe we're up a couple points. So, you know, we certainly don't single out that one shot as being the reason why we lost. And you also got to look at the Dunstone team in that 10th end. They played a perfect end. 
you know, they had no room for error on any of their eight shots and they made them all perfectly. So, you know, hats off to them for doing that and put us in a tough spot and we just weren't able able to capitalize. But all in all, a pretty good week for Team Botcher and we're looking forward to uh, continuing to get better and hopefully competing for the Briar next year. You guys played Northern Ontario in an elimination game, skipped by, or, or Darren Mo what does he throw second, but he skips? Is that how they did it? Uh, throws third. Throws Thro- third, thir- but thir- calls thir- the game. Calls yeah. the game. Yeah. He was with Botch for a long time. When that yeah. rink sort of started to break apart, um, Darren was public that he, he wasn't happy about how it was happening, and, and he's, you know, he said some negative yeah. things about Botch along the way. Has that been dealt with? Was there anything simmering in that game? What's it like with Darren? Um, you know what, they, they found some peace earlier this year, you know, they had a chance to kind of come together and have a conversation. And I think after time they were able to reflect on, um, the great years they had together. I think there's still a lot of mutual respect there. Um, and so even in that game, I think you saw them kind of chatting and, and laughing a few times. And I don't think there's really any hard feelings there anymore. They've moved on as much as the, the haters want um, them to continue to hate each other. I think they've they've moved on and found some peace of mind. So, you know, there, there was no tension during that game. We're all good with Darren. Um, you know, it's unfortunate the way that things ended with that team. Uh, but like I've told people right from the beginning that Brendan, you know, Brendan got thrown under the bus a lot and, and really did take the high road. He's, he's still never said one negative word about Darren um, or what happened there. So credit to those guys for figuring it out. And uh, it actually ended up being a great game. And, and it was Colin Hodgson's last game. He was retiring, which was kind of uh, stole the storyline for that game. But no, as far as I know, everything's good there and everyone is able to, to move on. And um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's good for everybody. All right. And, I'll ask you about the format as well. And we've talked about this in the past. There are more teams than ever. I I don't necessarily mind that. I figure if there's high quality curling, let's, let's get them all in there. Um, I know. And and as you know, I referenced my, uh, my dear mother on this show a lot. She's a big sports fan. And she said to me, how come the loser of this game isn't out, but the loser of the other game was, It's it's it still feels like it's not an overly fan friendly format, but, no, but maybe I'm no. wrong. Maybe I'm no, wrong. No, no, it's not. And, and it was very confusing for your everyday curling fan. I had a lot of messages. We lost the game on Friday night to Dunstone, and I had a lot of messages from people saying, um, "Sorry, good luck in the bronze game." And I had to explain to them that no, we're not out. We're just in the three four game now. So the fact that you have to do that to you know ordinary curling fans isn't isn't great uh so I, i've heard rumors that they will be changing the format and going back to something a little bit more fan friendly and and simple um because it's yeah it's just it's just messy and that's the one thing you don't want especially when you're trying to attract new fans you know make it simple get the best teams in there get the high quality curling like you had on the weekend make the format simple and people will come out and watch but as soon as they're confused or don't understand you're more likely to lose those fans so hopefully uh, i know they've had um, some input from a lot of the athletes over the past year and, and hopefully they're going to be able to find uh Find a, a format that works for everybody next year. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't mind the page playoff system. It, it was just, I think the seeding games were a little too much this year. And Yeah, and they did it last year too, Reed. and I, we were um, victims of that seeding game. I think we were 6-2 and two 
when I was with Brad Jacobs, we lost a seeding game and all of a sudden you're going home and, and you're looking right. around like, well, we've had a pretty good briar. I, I don't really feel like we should be going home yet. And I know Kevin Cooley from Alberta had that experience this year. They were seven and one and lost that seeding game and all of a sudden they're going home. So there's a, there's a fairness factor too. You know, if you, if you finish up there in your pools, you shouldn't really be playing that, uh, that game for your life. Um, so, but they're, you know, they're still learning. They're still trying to find a way to get all the best teams as well as the representation from all the provinces and finding a format that works for television. So there's a lot of things at play, but um, hopefully they get it all figured out for the next couple of years here. Cause if this is going to be the quality of curling, then we've got a great opportunity to, to bring a lot of viewers and, and um, young fans to the game. Mark, I, I always love having you on the show. It was a great week watching you guys and really everybody at the Briar because it was an incredible competition. Thanks for doing this. Uh, hopefully we can find time in the summer and bring you in for an hour like we uh, did before COVID now that I can get people in here again, Matt. I'd love to see you. Yeah, sounds good, Reed. Thanks for your time, pal, and uh, go Oilers. There we go. Mark Kennedy coming off the Briar. They wound up finishing uh, third place to uh, Team Botcher. And uh, yeah, always love talking to Mark. Good perspective and uh, a good look at uh, some of the storylines for Team Botcher over that week. 780-496-0063. Always happy to hear from you as well. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Why can't this be love? Nylander just shot the puck over the glass. Avalanche going on the power play here. Oh, they're talking about it. I thought it was straight out. 780-496-0063. What do you have, Kellen? Oh, a, uh, well, it's a regular buffet of stuff on the uh, text line tonight for you, uh, Wilkie. But uh, we'll go with... Um uh, Yakushev, who's texted in. Oh, Yakushev, how have you been? <laughs> he's He's got his master's menu here, and it's a uh, chicken salad followed by cream of chicken soup. <laughs> Din chicken wings. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. For the main roast chicken and potatoes or Russian chicken and rice. He likes the chicken. Okay. And I assume chicken ice cream for dessert. Yes. Okay. No, uh, for dessert popcorn chicken, 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 chicken he says. Chicken pot pie. Yes. Okay. Oh, there good. Go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Yakushev. Appreciate it. And he says there'll be a barrel of KFC at the exit if people wanted to grab a piece <laughs> for a bit. They just need some chicken for the road. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Right. And uh, we got an unknown text as well, but they just want to say that they remember you from your CKSA days as they are from Vermillion and that they just definitely enjoy your master's menu it sounds delicious well thank you yes uh, of course as I, I, I talk about worked uh, the first seven years of my career in uh, in Lloyd Minster actually started there March 13th 2000 so recently uh, just passed 23 years ago oh wow starting at uh, CKSA in Lloyd yeah very cool, very cool. Uh, and uh, from Geo, just one more here on the text line. Good evening, Reed. The Moose and Didsbury have their own Facebook page. Many thanks. 
I'm sorry, Mike was laughing over the last part. What was the last part? Uh, apparently, they have their own Facebook page, the Moose in Didsbury, and he just wants to say many thanks. That's it. Oh, many thanks. Okay. Uh, well, the, the Moose are organized if they have a Facebook page. That's pretty impressive. Okay. Definitely. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Uh here's what we're gonna do. We got more great hockey talk coming up. We'll visit with the Oil Kings or oh, we're gonna give away some Oil Kings tickets, which is pretty cool, and we'll tee up what's ahead for the U of A Golden Bears at Nationals in PEI.